Visualization of Macromolecular Structures An article by Sean O'Donoghue, Eric Westhoff, Arthur Olgensen, and others from European Molecular Biology Laboratory, Heidelberg, Germany, and other institutes. Nature, 2010 Structural biology is rapidly accumulating a wealth of detailed information about protein function, binding sites, RNA, large assemblies, and molecular motions. These data are increasingly of interest to a broadening community of life scientists, not just structure experts. Visualization is a primary means for accessing and using these data, yet visualization is also a stumbling block that prevents many life scientists from benefiting from three-dimensional structure data. In this review, we focus on key biological questions where visualizing three-dimensional structures can provide insight and describe available methods and tools. Decades ago, when structural biology was still in its infancy, structures were rare and structural biologists often dedicated years of their life to studying just one structure at atomic detail. The first tools used for visualizing macromolecular structures were tools for specialists. Today's situation is very different. The rate at which structures are solved has greatly increased, with over 60,000 high-resolution protein structures now available in the Consolidated Worldwide Protein Data Bank PDAB. This data provide a wealth of detailed information that can yield significant insights into macromolecular function. To use this information most effectively, visualization tools were developed and are increasingly becoming everyday tools for biologists. For example, many biochemists regularly view protein structures to gain insight into protein function. Chemists look at ligand binding sites as part of drug design. Molecular biologists view RNA structures and complexes with protein to gain insight into RNA signal and message processing. Some aspects of structure visualization remain mostly the domain of the specialist, such as molecular motion and large-scale molecular assemblies. Even in these intrinsically more complex fields, however, resources are beginning to enable bench biologists to visualize and use this information. However, although structure information is now viewed and used by a large and diverse group of scientists, most of them are not prepared to spend months learning complex user interfaces or script languages. Even today, complex user interfaces and visualization tools are often a stumbling block, preventing many scientists from benefiting from structure data. Even structure experts have come to expect ease of use from molecular graphics tools, in addition to improved speed, features and capabilities. In the past, molecular graphics tools were inevitably a standalone, designed to view one molecular system at once. Today's tools are increasingly internet-aware, often integrated tightly with structured databases, as well as with databases containing sequences and other features. For example, domains, single nucleotide polymorphism, SMPs, interactions. Today, we are spoiled for choice when it comes to molecular graphics tools for viewing proteins and other macromolecular structures. Indeed, the sheer range of available tools can be overwhelming. 
Many more like a graphics tools have been developed to address diverse requirements, as documented in recent reviews, and in several web resources maintaining a list of such tools. Most of these tools have a large set of features in common, including standard representations and coloring schemes. It is beyond the scope of this review to comprehensively compare all of these tools. Instead, we focus on key biological questions for which visualizing structures can provide insights, and we highlight practical methods and tools with outstanding features that are particularly suited to addressing these questions. Protein structures. Finding three-dimensional structures. For a biochemist looking to use three-dimensional structures to gain insight into the functions of a particular protein, the typical first step is a search for relevant structures. This task is considerably simplified by the remarkable degree to which all experimentally determined protein three-dimensional structures are consolidated into a single data repository, the Worldwide Protein Data Bank. Three primary distribution sites provide access to the same underlying data bank, each with a wide range of integrated visualization and analysis tools. In addition, the PDB is mirrored at many other sites, some of which provide innovative visualization tools tailored to make specific questions easier to answer. Most of these sites offer embedded directly in their web pages one or more molecular graphics tools. Increasingly, the process of finding and visualizing structures is becoming one seamless step for most users. Finding structures from sequences. Several websites allow the user to find structures using a sequence identifier or BLAST search. Entrance Structure and SRS3D allow the sequence to be aligned to any related three-dimensional structure. So far, experimental three-dimensional structures have been determined for less than 1% of all known protein. However, for around 42-48% to of all proteins, at least part of their sequence is considered significantly similar to a PDB entry, so that some structure information can be inferred. Several websites provide comparative models for such cases. Each service uses slightly varying cutoff criteria for defining significant sequence similarity, but generally more than 40% sequence identity to a PDB structure is considered sufficiently good to create a high-quality comparative model structure. These comparative models can be accessed at a single consolidated website, the Protein Model Portal PMP. The original PDB templates also include information on experimental conditions ligands and cofactors, which can be relevant in deciding to use or discard a comparative model. For sequences where no template PDB structure can be found by the above resources, it may be possible to calculate a structure using so-called Abinishi methods. However, in spite of progress, Abinishi methods still require much improvement, and we recommend they be used with caution. Getting a first impression. To gain an initial overview of a protein structure, it is often useful to choose a representation that hides side chain atoms. Ribbon like representations do that well and so convey information about secondary structure. 
ligand molecules are best displayed in space filling or ball and stick atom representations. Many of the websites provide such a view, some by default. Typically, each protein chain is colored differently, thus using a quick insight into the number of molecules present in the PDB entry. To highlight overall shape and form, non-photorealistic rendering can be very effective, especially with images for presentation and publication. Some molecular graphics tools offer an integrated view of both the amino acid sequence and the three-dimensional structure and further enable interaction between these two views. For example, clicking on a residue in the sequence view causes the corresponding residue to be highlighted and selected in the three-dimensional view and vice versa. This feature can significantly help a scientist in understanding and using three-dimensional structures. For example, by viewing the location of key residues or sequence motifs, a scientist can assess where they are likely to be accessible for post-translational modification, such as phosphorylation. Some viewers go one step further, showing structure integrated with a multiple sequence alignment viewer, a feature we anticipate will continue to become available for other viewers. For publication and presentations, some viewers can create impressive ray-traced images. The majority of PDB structures are derived from X-ray crystallography, about 13% from NMR spectroscopy and less than 1% from electron microscopy. These three experimental methods can require specific considerations and visualization methods. Viewing sequence features on three-dimensional structures a very straightforward way to use three-dimensional structures to get insight into function is by coloring based on features such as domains, SMPs, exome boundaries, secondary structures, and so forth. The ability to easily see where sequence features are located in the three-dimensional structure can be of substantial practical value to bench biochemists and molecular biologists. For example, the spatial location of residues within the structure and the proximity to solvent can help in designing primers and mutation experiments. The ability to show such views for a wide range of features is a particular strength for SRRs, 3D and SPICE and is also facilitated by JNLib, PDB SUM and Entrance structure. Viewers such as STRAP can provide easy access to multiple sequence alignment information mapped onto three-dimensional structures can help locate key conserved residues. ProSat 2 can display SNMPs and also predict their effects, allowing a scientist to gauge the potential impact of a SMP on the protein structure. Protein-protein binding sites Typically, as part of its biological role, a protein will bind to several other proteins through comparatively large but flat binding surfaces. In fact, a large percentage of PDB entries contain not just a single protein chain, but several. In some cases, these means identical subunits assembled together. In other cases, it means a complex of several different protein chains. The arrangement of subunits and of the interface residues that form the subunit-subunit contacts 
is often of biological significance. Several websites specialize in finding and visualizing subunit-subunit interface residues. In PDAB sum, the interacting residues and the types of the interaction across the interface are shown schematically. Mole Surfer provides a range of methods that help users explore macromolecular interfaces. For symmetrical assemblies, the PDB entry of an X-ray crystal structure will often have explicit three-dimensional coordinates for only one monomer. To construct the coordinates for all subunits in the biologically relevant assembly, we recommend PISA. Comparing related structures It is often informative to visualize two related structures superimposed, for example, two states of the same molecule, or two proteins with homologous sequences, or two structural homologues found by structure comparison tools. Many molecular graphics tools offer automatic superimposition as a standard feature. These tools allow the researcher to specify a portion of the molecule to be superimposed. The results are highly dependent on the regions chosen for the superposition. Typically, the research identifies a more or less rigid core of the molecule and superimposes this region using a subset of the atoms. But many other combinations are possible for addressing specific questions. For difficult cases, for example, low sequence similarity or large regions cannot be aligned in sequence. It is best to use more robust dedicated superimposition tools. Molecular surfaces and electrostatic potentials. Many tools can generate molecular surfaces, most commonly the so-called Connolly surface, which is derived by rolling a sphere, the radius of a water molecule around the atomic van der Waals surface of the molecule. This surface, also known as the solvent-excluded surface, can be used as a canvas to map a wide variety of properties such as residue conservation scores, hydrophobicity, death Q information, mean force potentials and electrostatics. Such colored surfaces can give insight into molecular interactions and conformational changes, for example by highlighting surface regions with complementary shape and change. The molecular surface can also be used to estimate the energetics of molecular interactions, including the entropic cost of desolvation, by calculating the area buried from solvent upon binding of other molecules. Although many programs can generate a surface, the program MSMS is widely used as it provides a good estimate of molecular surface area and volume, and the most relevant molecular geometry when analyzing molecular interactions and interfaces. Ligand binding sites Interactions between macromolecules and small molecules often occur in bioreactive sites. These may be catalytic active sites, allosteric sites, or sites that may either disrupt or stabilize protein-protein interactions. The PDB at present contains over 37,000 binding sites involving about 10,000 different types of ligand molecules. A range of methods are available to characterize and visualize these sites, 
depending on the questions asked by the end user. Annotation and highlighting. For gaining the initial insight into the atomic interactions in the binding site, a usable representation is to display ligands using a ball and stick representation and to display only backbone atoms of the protein or nucleic acid, except for those residues in direct contact with ligands. Many molecular graphics tools have been developed to support working with small molecules. Almost any can implement such views and those with scripting capabilities can often be programmed to recreate this view on demand. In addition, many PDB entries or related files have annotations indicating which residues form the binding site. It can be instructive to display these annotations directly on three-dimensional structures and many molecular graphics tools enable such displays, for example, Genalib, PDB-SUM, ProSat2, SRS3D and Ligand Explorer in the RCSP PDB. Surface-based approaches. Structure details of binding sites are widely used in rotational drug design, usually to generate ideas for classes of compounds for screening. A common question is to ask what kinds of small molecules may bind to a given binding site. Many molecular graphics views allow the surface to be colored by local properties such as hydrogen bonding ability, hydrophobicity, or electrostatics to allow exploration of chemical complementarity. The local curvature of the surface may also be used to evaluate stereo complementarity. Volume-based approaches An alternative approach is to analyze the space around the target molecule, highlighting regions that may form strong interactions with small molecules. Some tools, for example autoligand, allow probe atoms such as carbon atoms or oxygen atoms to be scanned through the entire space and the interaction energies of the probe with the molecule to be evaluated. The resultant three-dimensional data sets are then rendered to show the areas of most favorable interaction. More recently, atomic probes have been used to create maps of the atomic affinity. These may be rendered using isocontours, text-mapped clipping planes, of volume rendering. Many researchers are now analyzing these volume data sets to identify visualized ligand-sized regions of maximal affinity. Sequence profile approaches. Another approach to identify ligand binding sites uses multiple sequence alignments mapped onto three-dimensional structures. This approach is based on the observation that binding site residues tend to be more conserved than other positions, so it can be particularly useful when little is known about the protein. Even for well-studied proteins, however, these methods sometimes find binding sites not previously noticed. Some examples such as services are trace suit, ATV and others. Multiple ligands a three-dimensional structure gives a snapshot of a single state. However, in some cases, several different structures of the same protein exist with different ligands. We can use this information to help explore the range of conformations available to the system. For example, 
Such comparisons can highlight interactions common to all known binding partners, which may help to guide the search for further possible binding partners. For such comparisons, it can be useful to try different sets of atoms for superposition. For example, the ligand alone or all atoms involved in the binding site. Each of these superpositions can highlight different aspects of the conformational differences. Often, it is of interest to compare structures with multiple ligands obtained by means of docking tools, for example, FlexX O to dock. To pre-select promising compounds, computational chemists can scan large libraries of drug-like molecules and duck hits into the binding site of the protein target. Subsequently, the duct structure can be inspected visually to find ways of enhancing the predicted strength of binding. Some docking tools now provide graphical interfaces, for example, FlexV and autodoc tools. For the preparation of the input structures and the analysis of the results, these tools allow the comparison of interaction geometries of different ligands with the same protein. The useful resources for comparing multiple ligand structures are Rayleigh-Base and Superligands, which both contain information about all ligands in the PDB and take special care to ensure the assignment of chemically correct atom and bond types. Both resources allow searching by identifiers as well as chemical substructures searches and similarity searches. Rayleigh-Base also offers keyword searches and sequence similarity searches. These structures can be displayed in two or three dimensional in embedded viewers. When exploring a specific protein, it is especially useful to search for similar complexes. Rayleigh-Base lists similar proteins with their respective ligands, which can subsequently be superimposed and displayed in the embedded OpenASTEX viewer. The extended functionalities of Rayleigh-Base Plus give an analysis of the differences in the superimposed structures, protein movements and ligand overlap. PDB sum can also help visualize multiple ligands binding to the same protein by superimposing the protein's different structure models in the PDB and identifying any ligand clusters that is sites where the ligands from the different structures overlap. Multiple proteins and ligands. Finding features that are specific to a given target adds another level of complexity when studying protein-ligand interactions. To identify features determining selectivity, it is useful to compare the target binding site with binding sites of similar proteins. This similar binding site, as well as similar ligand, search of ready base can help to identify and compare similar protein complexes. Here, again, the really base plus comparison table is especially useful for detecting differences in the protein binding sites, mutations, insertions and residue movements. MO provides a similar facility to help compare multiple proteins bound to multiple ligands. Structure visualization can be useful for predicting side effects and off-label uses of known drugs by comparing the target binding site to other known protein structures. 
Some graphic tools support this. For example, Relibase Plus offers a search for similar cavities, where the protein comparison is based on physicochemical properties rather than residues, hence finding remote similarities not evident from sequence similarity. Structure visualization can also help in developing more selective drugs. Although promising, such approaches remain speculative and their success will be fundamentally limited as the PDB contains only a small fraction of all binding site geometries. A complementary approach is to use the much larger set of known protein drug interactions where no three-dimensional structures is available. For example, stitch can be used to show a network featuring all proteins known to interact with a given drug based on a wide range of experimental databases, including the PDB. In the future, we anticipate that such approaches will be improved and that PDB data will be increasingly incorporated into network visualization methods. Schematic illustrations. For presentations and printouts, it can be useful to highlight key interactions on the binding side using simplified schematic illustrations produced by tools such as LigPlot, PostView, and ligand protein interaction diagrams, part of Mo. These illustrations show the ligand and interacting protein side chains flattened in a plane and indicating relevant hydrogen bonds, covalent bonds, unbonded contacts, and water-mediated hydrogen bonds. For comparing different complexes, LigPlot and Mo allow the user to generate a series of plots for related protein binding the same of different ligands. Equivalent components of each plot are plotted in the same relative location, thus highlighting residues and interactions present in some of the structures but missing in others. RNA structures Over 4,000 nucleic acid three-dimensional structures are on deposit in the Nucleic Acid Data Bank, NDB. Mostly RNA structures are determined experimentally or by an up-initial prediction. NDB is also synchronized with the PDB and RNA structures account at present for nearly 8% of PDB entries. Many standard aspects of visualizing three-dimensional structures of RNA can be performed completely adequately by molecular graphics tools designed for proteins, such as Pymol or Swiss PDB Viewer. Knowing the secondary structure of an RNA molecule often gives significant insight into its function, much more so than for protein secondary structure. RNA secondary structure can be derived either from multiple sequence alignments or from thermodynamic predictions. Although the process requires specialized features and capabilities not available in most tools for visualizing protein alignments or structures. Multiple sequence alignment is particularly important in RNA research. Alignments can be used to find core variations between nucleotide positions which are then taken as evidence for a contact between the two nucleotide positions. In these contexts, in turn, define secondary structure. Because of these special purpose requirements, the RNA community has developed their own specialized visualization tools for viewing RNA secondary structure. Some of these RNA tools, for example, S2S, 
Assemble provides an integrated environment for interactively visualizing multiple sequence alignments, intramolecular contacts, and RNA three-dimensional structures. The most useful tools provide the option to manually edit the two-dimensional contacts, allowing not only reorientations of elements, but also deletion and addition of nucleotides or a wall alignment, such as a helix. At present, two of the main challenges in RNA visualization are as follows. First, RNA often adopts multiple structures depending on experimental conditions, and none of the available tools can deal with these properly. Second, RNA in vivo usually occurs in complex with proteins. However, the RNA-specific tools cannot yet manage such complexes. RNA researchers can use standard molecular graphics tools to view such complexes, but of course this means losing RNA-specific features and capabilities. Molecular motion Biomacromolecules are dynamic entities, and motion is usually essential to function. Visualizing dynamic molecular processes is often key to its understanding these processes. Recently, several visualization tools have become available that allow quick and easy exploration of dynamic transitions between two known states of a molecule. For example, the Yale Move server provides moved animations of potential plausible pathways between two structures. MovieMaker is a web server that permits the user to generate simple animations of a variety of types of protein motion. These tools provide very approximate, often simply schematic, descriptions of the molecular motions. To explore large amplitude low frequency motions, such as protein domain flexing, methods based on normal mode analysis and elastic network modes, provide a computationally efficient approach. These are now several websites, for example, NomadRef and ANM, where even a novice user can enter a PDB file, compute normal models, and visualize and analyze the results. At a slightly higher level of complexity, several programs allow users to generate conformational assemblies and trajectories using constraint-based methods. Such programs include T-Concord and First Froder. One application of these methods is to identify segmental flexibility in proteins. The researcher identifies rigid domains in the protein connected with flexible tethers, then defines the geometry of the hinged or shear motions that occur as the protein change conformation. The database of macromolecular movements provides a service for analyzing hinge motion in proteins. Other websites enable molecular motions to be analyzed by means of hierarchical multi-resolution flexibility trees. More realistic and detailed studies of motion require molecular dynamic simulations, which typically simulate 10 to 100 nanoseconds of motions in circa 1 femtosecond time steps. Unfortunately, such calculations are generally too CPU-intensive to provide as a free service. Hence, users usually need to calculate their own trajectories. For a first look at molecular dynamics simulations, 
DSMM is a site that collects movies showing molecular dynamic simulations. Generally, molecular dynamic simulations are coded as trajectory files that can be played back in a range of molecular graphics tools that support molecular dynamics. There is as yet no unified resource to deposit or access trajectory files, although there are several initiatives in this direction. For example, the Model Molecular Dynamics Extended Library. A related project called Dynamiomics provides online interactive views of simulations of 30 proteins and plans to extend these to all known protein folds. Such services are still very new and we can expect significant advances in the next few years. Of the molecular graphics tools with molecular dynamics support, VMD is probably the most widely used. It can display movies, analyze properties such as automatic fluctuations, and allows flexible integration with other computational tools and with the user's own scripts. Although VMD is popular, many other molecular graphics tools support molecular dynamics trajectories, and each tool often has unique features that may be useful for particular projects. In general, visualization of molecular dynamics trajectories remains challenging, owing to intrinsic complexity, such as the large number of atoms involved and the many orders of magnitude in time relevant for biological processes. The most straightforward visualization is to superimpose several molecular dynamics snapshots. While often useful, this method has obvious limits. Overall motion can be viewed using sausage-like representations. However, often dimensions reduction methods are needed. An increasing number of such methods are being developed for visualization of specified cases, for example, transient cavities and molecular diffusion. Large Macromolecular Assemblies X-ray crystallography is being used to solve the structures of larger, more complex systems and is now considerable overlap in the size range of structures from X-ray crystallography and from electron microscopy. It is common to see electron microscopy isosurfaces into which atomic detail X-ray structures have been fitted. Meanwhile, electron microscopy continues to produce high-resolution density maps of large assemblies and of single particles such as viruses or other isolated complexes, in addition to tomograms of higher-order unique structures such as cell insections or isolated organelles. These data on large-scale assemblies that integrate data from X-ray crystallography, NMR spectroscopy, electron microscopy, and even light microscopy pose many new challenges for visualization. Many of these data are not at atomic detail, so other representations must be used. In addition, the systems can be very large and there are often issues with computational and graphics performance. There is a need for high-performance interactive visualization of such large assemblies and across very different distance scales, although some tools such as Amira and PMV were designed with such challenges in mind. At present, researchers typically use 
a hierarchical approach to visualizing large macromolecular assemblies, proportions for which atomic information is available. Atomic representations may be used and then abstracted to simpler surface-based representations. These surfaces may then be integrated with density sections of volumes from the low-resolution methods. These approach scales nicely from the level of atoms to the level of cells, allowing the use of simpler, most abstracted representations of the individual components as one moves to large systems such as intracellular components or even wall cell visualization and to multi-scale movies. Visualization hardware. Most of these review has focused exclusively on software developments, tastefully assuming that computer and display hardware are adequate for all visualization tasks we require. In the early days of molecular graphics tools, hardware limitations were a key issue. Display systems were often very expensive and they rely on non-standard hardware. Significant effort in software development was directed towards ameliorating hardware limitations. Today, although most molecular graphics tools run comfortably on standard desktop computers, many hardware issues remain, particularly for the more complex visualization tasks, such as the study of molecular motion and of large assemblies. Stereo capabilities can greatly enhance molecular graphics and although available for many years on expensive and specialized systems, stereo is only just becoming available for desktop LCD screens. For particularly large assemblies, computational speed is often still an issue. Here, it is important to use a top-of-the-line graphics card and also to use molecular graphics tools that can take advantage of hardware acceleration. Fortunately, most tools can, the principal exceptions being Rasmol and Chaim. Immersive Virtual Reality Visualizing large, complex and multi-scale macromolecular assemblies, especially combined with molecular motion, is not only challenging computationally, but ultimately may require display systems significantly better than current computer monitors can provide. Immersive virtual reality is very promising, enabling the user to virtually enter a microscopic world, flying through and interactively manipulating macromolecules. Experimentally immersive environments, for example CAVE, have been in development for over 20 years, and concepts from these research have been used to enhance the user experience of several molecular graphics tools. But such techniques have yet to find widespread use for molecular visualization, particularly because of the still high cost and cumbersome nature of such systems, but perhaps also because the sense of immersion is not critical for interaction with the molecular world. Today, however, some of the hardware components for virtual reality are becoming affordable and practical, such as head-mounted displays with head tracking and a variety of haptic devices, such as Wii controller, as well as devices such as wired gloves and can provide force feedback. 
These improvements are largely driven by the gaming market and are accepted to continue rapidly. For most molecular graphics tools, minimal modifications should be required to allow them to work with such hardware, and some tools have been built with such support already in mind. For example, VMD and SRS 3D. However, fully exploiting the promise of virtual reality will require substantial further software development, particularly to the user interface layer. Physical models. Today, molecular visualization relies almost exclusively on computer-generated images. Although physical wooden and wire molecular models played a critical role in structural chemistry and biology, the advent of three-dimensional interactive computer graphics in the 1970s provided new and much improved utility in macromolecular structure determination and analysis. However, a more recent technology, computer autofabrication or solid printing, initially developed for industrial rapid phototyping, is now being used to produce physical molecular models. Such models bring back the properties of real object perception and manipulation that were lost when the model resided only in the computer. Over the past decade, the variety of such printers has increased steadily and the entry price has dropped to below $10,000, and printing services have sprouted to fill this new niche. Because accurate and complex tangible models can be produced automatically as computer printouts of molecular geometrical representations, the barrier to custom production has disappeared. Physical models with functional parts have been auto-fabricated with the long physical constraints, affinities and old structure behavior of the molecular system. Such models have begun to be used for structure research. As persisted objects, they are convenient, accessible and naturally manipulable. They can be used as springboards to ideas and hypotheses. Such characteristics also make physical models useful in multidisciplinary collaborations, helping structure experts communicate better with other colleagues. In addition, physical models lend themselves to teaching. We are in the early stages of learning how to best use physical models in structural biological education and research, perhaps comparable to where computer graphics was in the 1970s. This is an ongoing area of research. Future Perspectives Methods for visualizing molecular structures are very mature. In the near future, we can expect more effective computational approaches for representing, analyzing and synthesizing ever more complex molecular systems. Increased collaboration with the graphic design community will also lead to the development of more effective and intelligible rendering approaches. However, we expect that most of the advances in molecular visualization will come in the areas of computer interfaces, user interaction and new ways to represent and visualize non-spatial information. These changes will help structures to reach an even broader audience. Navigating a synthesis of structured data with image data and genomics and biological network information will require new methods 
that combine spatial and dynamic representations with statistical and high-dimensional abstract relationships. We also anticipate the collaborative community editing of structure-related data sources. For example, Proteopedia will change how scientists relate to structured data and to each other. The fields of information visualization and visual analytics have developed over the past decade to address problems in making such complex data intelligible and navigable. Some of the drawbacks of immersive visual reality may be overcome by emerging technology of augmented reality which provides inexpensive and accessible ways to interact in intuitive and perceptually rich ways with our computational models. Whatever direction new technologies will take us, the roles of micromolecular visualization and understanding, gaining insight and developing ideas will remain the same. Thank you for listening to this article. Please to follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading and on all other podcast platforms.